The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all that counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Bang. Welcome to the March 4th edition of One Nation Live. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just ready to get into it. I ain't got too much to say to y'all. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so we're back uh, with another episode. We did one, uh, I want to say, uh, what was that, Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday. And that was a very thorough uh, show, like as far as uh, figuring out, you know, everything going towards the future with WWE, what happened um, at Elimination Chamber and cover the week. And this one is not that. So <laughs> I don't yeah. know. maybe we were a little too thorough. Yep. Um, we, we did have a couple things um, happen in the world of wrestling um, this week, weekend. And um, also, um, you know, we, we've got some questions. Uh, shout out to Dion, who helped us out a great deal. This is the, you know, when we do these live shows, we listen to Bomani Jones a lot. So during the dog days of summer, um, when there's not a ton to talk about, this is the part where the listeners, you guys, do y'all job. Y'all do y'all half to help the show out. Or else, what are we doing this for? This is like a this is a two way thing. We give a little, y'all take a little. Y'all give a little, we take a little. You know, working in conjunction, a partnership, everything like that. So uh, today is going to be that. So we welcome all your questions in the comment section. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, this is this is our time for us to take. It's time for y'all to feed us, uh, feed us a, a arm or a body part so that we can go to work on it. Yes. Uh, and, 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 you know, we can use some of that good psychology and, and everything like that. But, um, yeah, so let's get it popping. So Brock Lesnar went 30 seconds at a house show, James, um, <laughs> in the latest attempt to get people angry about Brock Lesnar and bend over backwards to get Roman Reigns cheered. Um, this is quite a unique approach, apparently. Uh, did you happen to uh, hear about this story, James? No. Okay. So Brock was they so, were So who did Brock beat in thirty seconds? So he, he fought Kane. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> so they were in the United Center, and they haven't been there for a really long time. Like, usually when they run Chicago, they do the All-State Arena. Shouts out to all our homeboys in Chicago, uh, Simon, Gerard, uh, Jared. Um, if any of y'all were at the show, um, uh, let us know in the comment section. Uh, but, yeah, they brought Brock Lesnar's ass out there. Um, he came out there with that red belt. Uh, got punched in the corner a couple times, and then uh, he got the advantage, got Kane off him, put Kane on his shoulders, f 5 them, got out of there in 30 seconds, and apparently fans were furious. Um, there's a video that's going around right now, and it's like, man, we paid for this? Yes, you did. Um, they did get a main event of Roman Reigns and John Cena, but this is the... Uh, new strategy it looks like that they're using to get people pissed about Lesnar so Roman Reigns can be the the conquering hero. James, what are your thoughts on this? I find it interesting. It's a lane to pick. Uh, Given the problem that they did with Roman on Monday, I think that to continue on with that story of it being that Brock is this guy that does what he wants and uh, therefore you shouldn't cheer for him because I'm the guy that's actually here um, every single week busting my ass as opposed to this as opposed to this guy that doesn't give a shit. Um, it, it's a story to tell uh, from a meta standpoint and behind the scenes thing. Like, I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, lights of shimmer, shimmering lights of truth to that. There's some rays of truth to that. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I don't think it's going to work come WrestleMania time when he shows up and gets booed out of building Roman, but <laughs> um, but at least it's at least it's sub is better than what they did three years ago where it was just nothing. Um, it was pretty much next to nothing. Um, I remember there being a face to face meeting in the, when they got snowed out uh, the night after Royal Rumble 2015. Yeah, when God when, face when God canceled Monday Night kinda, Raw. Yeah, and they, you know, they went face to face, and they also did a thing with uh, with a, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Rollins, and also with Daniel Bryan, and I, and but other than that, they really didn't do much. I mean, other than saying, other than you know, uh, Heyman doing the crazy, you know, Roman Reigns is better than The Rock, Austin, Bruno, Hogan, you know, all that. Uh, so at least they have a, at least they're selling the fact that this is a grudge match and it's quote unquote personal or it's getting there. So it's it's a, it's a, it's a nice direction, and honestly, I I mean, off the top of my head, I couldn't think of anything else they could possibly do that would be better than this right now. Mm-hmm. So, hats off to them for at least going with the best strategy for now. Um, now, do I think in a couple of weeks they're going to have to pivot because like the fans are going to reject it? It's a possibility, um, but we'll see. So before we um, go any further, I just want to say uh, Keeping It Strong Style, also on the Social Suplex Podcast Network, they are running a contest for the New Japan Cup. Uh, If you can guess the most accurate bracket, you will win a wrestling t-shirt of your choice. Um, Their contest ends at 4 p.m. today, so if you want to participate in that and get a t-shirt for the free, courtesy of Josh or Jeremy, um, hit one of those guys up in their inbox. Um, fill out your bracket for the New Japan Cup. Uh, they're ending their contest today at 4 p.m. So you got a little bit, uh, you got about 90 minutes or so to get them a bracket. I put out a video yesterday, I guess, that there was some problems with. Uh, and I went ahead and took mine down. But I do have my bracket. Um, 
I've got Tanahashi going over Ibushi in the finals uh, and, and a couple in Naito going out in the first round as my shocker. Um, I think that <laughs> uh, I'm reading some of these comments from Simon right now. Um, and if you guys can share this um, audio uh, on your timeline, we can get more people in here rocking and leaving comments and all that. But um, yes, James, we had a question that came from Jordan uh, Fox. He said, do you think this is going to get Roman cheered at WrestleMania? You touched it on a little bit as far as what I think. No, um, they are clearly <laughs> doing this uh, to reach out to a certain portion of the fans that people they swear don't matter. And I think what they're doing now is they're bending over backwards to create a fake situation to shoot on. Uh, rather than yeah. letting the shoot come from kind of real events, because we know Brock Lesnar didn't walk out of Raw. That happened a couple of years ago, but that's not what happened now. It's only a matter of time before the real stories come out. And once those real stories come out, the cheers that happened from the, you know, like it's, it's a sugar rush, essentially. So, like, when that sugar wears off, it's about to be a crash, I feel like. Would you agree, James? Yeah. And. To be fair, we've had this before, Roman, where Roman does something to actually get himself cheered. Um, but it was just a certain act, and you go a week, two weeks, three weeks from now, and he's not any more over than he was at the time. Uh, case in point, when he beat the holy hell out of Triple H at TLC 2015, um, when he punched out Vince and won the title on Raw um, in January of 2016. He's had he's had moments of where they actually get him over for a night or for, you know, or maybe two weeks but eventually it just wears off and you go and it goes back to the crowd resistance like think about think of his matches he gets he has he has a lot of good matches and a lot of great matches and by the end of the night people will pop for the spear and then like no nah. go to next week and it's like as if it never even happened so this is this is the reality where they are like they you know they're uh they basically decided that no matter what, that guy's going to be the top, the top baby face, the top star of the company. And um, regardless of whatever happens, that's going to be the case. And like it or love it, uh, that's what you, that's the reality. And either you watch it or don't, um, or cheer for it or don't. They still going to do what they want to do. Um, Awful. And to be fair, like a lot of the Roman <laughs> stuff has been good as far as in the ring. So like for me, like that's what I care about more than anything else. So I don't really. Like it, it's it stinks that the dude gets booed because I think he's really good, but it is what it is, and he's he, clearly he's improved on the mic as far as delivering promos. Yeah, um, but there, they that. still try to hide him. They only bring him out for you know once a you know once a sec or once a um, once a feud to come out here and do this. So we'll see. Like maybe he gets to the point where they start to notice that he's gotten better and. They start handing the mic more, maybe give him a chance to actually, you know, try to get himself over. Because I think that's probably the biggest thing people still hold over him is that he can't talk. And given what he's done the last uh, with the CU Sunday movie star promo against Cena and uh, the work shoot thing he did on Monday, like he's not two of them out the park in a row. Right. Um, yeah. So let's go to some of these comments in here. Um Simon says it was two suplexes and an F5, and that was the second match for Brock Lesnar in 2018. Uh, I think Brock is, like, right in the middle. Um, if, you, if you look at um, what Lesnar did from WrestleMania 33 uh, to this current point, so you've got Samoa Joe in July, which the bill was great, match was just, eh. Um, got the SummerSlam main event, super car crash, 
Um, not really affecting anything. It was just, you know, four guys in there. Really good match, though. Um, you got No Mercy mailed in um, <laughs> with, with Strowman. Uh, you got the match with AJ Styles, which is probably his best performance since, I don't know, the CM Punk match, maybe? Or WrestleMania 31? Uh, yeah, yeah. WrestleMania yeah. 31, I'd say. Um, yeah. Yeah, like it. You know, Lesnar's give you a real mixed bag, and then Royal Rumble mailed that shit in as well, uh, and it, he clearly mailed it in here. Like, but this is this is a booking directive that they're doing here. So, um, Dion says it shows how much Brock doesn't care about his character. Correct, Brock is here for the check. He doesn't like, you know, that's <laughs> you know the love of the business, the love of the game. Nah, that's not that's not him. Uh, wrong guy. Uh, he's not gonna be uh, out here like Bret Hart. Um, giving a fuck. So, <laughs> uh, and say what you want about Bret Hart. Uh, I think you said this to me yesterday, James, but Bret Hart gave a fuck. Um, so yeah. I, yeah, right, but. you can say what you want about Bret as far as, um, when he was still WWF, as far as taking himself too seriously and you want to be with roll ups and he, he, he always like beat the hell out of people and you can see certain things happen where it's like clearly that person, um, relationship with him is the reason why he actually gave that dude a, a chance. But you can say what you want to, but compared to now, like, at least he gave a shit. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you can look at the line, you can see the clear line from, like, the time he, the second he showed up in WCW and WWF as far as, like, Brett when he cared and where he was and Brett after and, like, the you know, the kind of uneven performance he gave in WCW in the ring. Yeah, like, if you guys never checked out Bret Hart in WCW, it's, like, it's really interesting because sometimes he'll come out there and get a guy that he wants to work with, but then, like, you'll see this look on his face, like, I'm doing this for nothing. Like, they're never going to do anything with it. Like, when he's wrestling Booker T, it's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's having he's having fun, he's, he's being a heel, he's doing it, whatever. They do the match, and then... Uh, I, I think he lost by roll-up, if I'm not mistaken. He lost the same finish that yeah. he lost to um, British Bulldog in SummerSlam 92 with. He basically had this look on his face after, like, it was half shock, but it was also half like, man, that was good, and I know they ain't going to do nothing with it. Yeah. So um, Simon says, Roman Reigns this week, he's going to sit down uh, Indian style uh, at the top of the um, the ramp, I assume. God. And say, I don't hate you, Brock. I hate this idea that you're the best. Like, they're just going to, you know, crib CM Punk's uh, whole thing there. Uh, Dion says they're trying to get like Booker T and Corey Graves. Um, yeah. If, if you got to sell your WrestleMania main event doing that, I don't know, bro. Um, Roman Reigns next, the week after that. We're occupying Monday Night Raw until Brock Lesnar gets his ass out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh man um, that's terrible Dion says it's almost like Clinton versus Trump who is the lesser of both evils uh, I don't know <laughs> I'm not getting to that with y'all yep, not, not today <laughs> um, Simon says uh, the week after next this isn't Roman Reigns talking to Brock Lesnar this is Joe and I speaking Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Simon coming through in the clutch. Uh, Dion said, what, is, what if Braun is added to this match because of Reigns' steroid allegations or because WWE feels that we don't give a fuck? I don't think we have to worry about WWE thinking we don't give a fuck because they're going to do what they want, as James mentioned. But um, what do you think about uh, Braun being added to this match, James? 
uh, Braun being added to the match, I mean, it gives it a different element of, uh, of you know, the potential car crash or, you know, something spectacular happening. Um, as far as the actual uh, wrestling, uh, it, it drops it, the level of the quality of, uh, of the match. Um, I will say this. If, if Braun's not in the match or added to the match... I don't know what Braun's supposed to do at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, um, like that match will, will kind of like even in the build will be kind of in, his absence will be like noticeable because like this dude has been this guy that's that's dominated throughout the year. This is a guy that like beat the hell out of Roman Reigns all throughout the last the last calendar year, and he's just moved off to the side. Yeah. Um, Move around for so, the south. Yeah, so, and, and and people have talked about this about he's kind of a, a right now he's a he's a plan B in case something goes down with, with Lesnar or or Roman or whatever. Yeah. But I wonder, I wonder how much of that is just like the, how much of that is them actually believing that the company, um, Vincent, you know, the brain trust uh, actually believing that how much of that is like. You just see what's out on TV, and you see like, well, he is kind of in limbo, and you also know what's limbo. I said limo. Uh, yeah. You know what's in limbo, and you also see what um, is kind of like hanging around Roman right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's like um, for me, I I wouldn't want Braun added to this match because it's kind of not his match to have anymore. Um, they did the uh, the it would, the SummerSlam main event with Samoa Joe in it, so that's kind of even like a bigger match. You're kind of diluting the the plan, and I want them to get this plan over as soon as possible. Uh, this Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match that they have uh, set their hearts on uh, for for so long. I am just like ready for them to to, to just like get it over with at this point. And seeing, you know, uh, Braun, like, I feel bad for Braun Strowman. Don't get it, like, fucked up or anything. But Strowman, I don't think he's going to make the match any better. Um, He might make the build a little more exciting. But at the same time, it's it's causing confusion. And enough confusion has been caused. We're already confused enough. And with Strowman being added... It takes away, quote-unquote, Reigns' moment. They will be tempted to do some shit like not have Brock be the one get pinned, uh, which would just be a disaster. Uh, if Brock Lesnar goes... I, I'm so glad there's no money in the bank briefcase uh, hanging over this this time. It's like, just fucking get it over with. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but we're still... Here's the thing, if, you know... And I, I, for the most part, I agree with you. That I, I really do think that just get it over with and do it. But what will be your plan for for Strowman? For Strowman, if that's the case, I think Strowman like he needs to just kill somebody. Um, or you know, there were there was an idea out there that he should be the guy that eliminates every single person from the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, I'm not really a fan of that, but. Um, it seems like, you know, if you want to do a situation where if everyone's taken up on Raw, you can bring out a Raw versus SmackDown match and say, yeah, we're sending Braun Strowman as our monster. 
who the fuck y'all got on y'all side SmackDown, and maybe you give uh, that match to Rusev, and you have those two super over guys like go at it. Uh, and you know, if Rusev loses, they've beaten Rusev enough, kind of while his whole Rusev day shit is going. It's not the worst thing in the world, but I think that might be a unique match that you could do um, to not only reward Rusev but reward Strowman as well um we get another bomb ass uh Rusev Wrestlemania entrance which I need in my life um <laughs> and then you know who knows what Braun Strowman's Wrestlemania entrance is gonna be um it might just be him walking to the ring but who knows like what do you think about that James I don't know I don't know if uh it's just weird. Like, right now, like, the way Strowman has is, is been built up, that it's really just, like, to... Anything that, anything underneath... Anything that's not a, t- a top title match seems like it's, be- it's beneath him right now. Uh-huh. Like, it just sounds wrong. Like, and I'm not saying necessarily that he's, like, 2014 Daniel Bryan, but it's like... What, what else is there to do that you can tell that's actually, like, a storyline that people will actually, like, accept besides, like him and being in the title match. It's just, it's really, it's in a weird spot where they did this, where like, they spent a whole year, or actually, 15 months, um, or since uh, the Sami Zayn thing, where they built this dude to actually like, become, like they built this dude about as well as anybody they built in like, last few years, or maybe better than anybody. And then now, even better than Roman, a lot better than Roman. And now it's like, do you want to reap rewards of uh of the of the good work you've done? Nah. We want to roll this shit over and, and delay it. Like <laughs> I, I don't so, I don't know so what they're rolling weird. it over to. Like they should like they should be literally like this should be like they should be in the back in the control room or whatever you want to call it, in your real position or whatever else, like, like at the end of WrestleMania or like just basically like pat themselves on the back, congratulating themselves, like throwing babies in the air, hugging each other about like, about how well they've done with Strowman and everything, and him going out at the end of the night getting cheered as a guy that they made a baby, a actual baby face gets cheered and, and, and everything else, and actually over, and they don't want that. Like they want like nah, like we want Roman. Yeah, like like they're literally like the Rocky. Uh, they're pretending like it's like Rocky Four. There's no easy way out. No, there is. Strowman, <laughs> just go with it. Yeah, man. Like it's always, it, it always has to be hard. It can't ever be easy. It can't ever be layups. It always has to be 18 foot contested jumpers. Like it's so weird. Inefficiency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like just take the just take like just take the bird in the hand. I don't get it. They they they, they want to settle for the for the double team long two apparently. Um, Ugh. Yeah, man, um, and I and I've seen plenty of those. I've seen plenty of those work out, but you know, you you almost wish that it was a little easier. But um, yeah, moving on from the whole Lesnar thing. Um, actually, let's go back to the comments. We got some more. Um, oh, Dion said they better not have Braun host a show like New Day last year. Oh my God! What if, <laughs> bro? What if the whole thing was Braun Strowman just walking around WrestleMania, fucking shit up the whole time, and interacting with with legends and doing everything? Bro, unless he flips over the whole stadium, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Unless, look, unless, unless they have Roman win, and then like Strowman comes down there and like flips over like the ring. So you got uh, one more match. The whole, like the whole, the whole like apparatus, 
uh, what do you call that? Um, the whole like uh, canopy apparatus over the top of it. Actually, that actually it's indoor stadiums. So they don't even have that this year. Yeah. Like unless he flips over the ramp or the split holes, like a whole like production state ramp stage or everything else. I don't care. Bro. Like flip over the whole Superdome for all I care. That's the only that's the only thing that will satiate me as far as him not winning the title right now. I, I, like I, think... I don't know. There's really it's from from a storytelling standpoint, like it's just it's just not there for 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 Stro- for, uh, for Roman and Brock as far as like this is the path they were supposed to go down and ended up with. Like this is the reason why the folks that um that we were arguing or not arguing with, but the people that were just wrong on saying like Dead said that well obviously you know Strowman is going to um, WrestleMania WrestleMania because it's like it was so obvious that that's the guy they're supposed to choose and like I feel like I'm harping on it now but like this Roman this whole Roman shoot promo thing is only that only thing they got going to make this Roman thing even sound like it it even makes any sense for them to even have him come back uh, to challenge for the title crazy man um but yeah let's let's move on uh what's up to tyler as tuned in um the <laughs> spot that happened in tna now we don't talk about impact wrestling oh. uh very often at all uh what's up brother caleb uh he will defend impact to the to the death but uh um, yeah even against all reason <laughs> so i think um you know what happened there was a situation eddie edwards a guy you know wrestler was in the ring and he was getting into it with sammy callahan um and sammy callahan did this had this spot where they were going to put a folding chair uh over the neck of eddie edwards while the the ass portion of the seat was kind of like over his face and he would use the baseball bat to hit the ass portion of the chair and that would create the quote-unquote strike to hit his neck this dumbass uh whiffs on the damn (laughs) the ass part of the chair and he connects with eddie edwards and eddie edwards he hits this guy in the face with a full swing from a real baseball bat was that bat aluminum james i don't know I do not know. All I know is that Who shit had to hurt so bad, and that dude's lucky that he didn't lose his eye, or like you know, or like mess up his face so badly that like he his he didn't have to retire. Like you, I don't know how in the world that you could be a, a wrestler to make it on t- television and be at point blank range. And a seat is what eighteen by eighteen, yeah, something like that. You you're right there, point blank range, and you and either you just didn't care, you were so nonchalant or whatever, wasn't focused enough to where you missed the the freaking chip or you missed the swing on a, on a stationary target, which is you know strike one, and then follow through and still hit this dude in the face, like. And I mean, I understand the whole thing of. Uh, Shit happens in the ring and people get hurt and um, the old school mentality: if someone gets hurt, you don't apologize in front of people. You you know you basically sell it as like, yeah, I'm fucking dangerous. I'm, I'm and, to do that. You know, next, next opportunity comes, I'm gonna do it to, to one of you fuck. So you better not mess with me. <laughs> I'm a bad motherfucker, but <laughs> like, I don't know how. Like. I would love to know the repercussions for, for for that act because like that is some type of that is something like to where I don't want to say like something has to like something if there if there is somebody that's backstage managing this or whatever 
like to protect the, to take the whole locker room. Like you have to, you have to make some type of example out of him. Like that's ridiculous. Like, that's the best man, I can put it. They need to bring back a wrestler's court for that man or something. Like, oh god, f- figure that out. You know. Uh, I thought it was stupid. It was dangerous. Uh, Simon says uh, it was a broken orbital socket. Uh, that was an injury that he suffered. I don't want any kind of orbital anything broken uh, on my body. Uh, Dion Murphy said Braun's recent attempted murder cases on Raw had nothing on that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, moving on. Um <sighs> next thing that we want to talk about we got a bunch of questions lined up coming in right now um so before we get to those uh who do you think is getting shafted the most out of the full-timers this year james like if it's not Strowman, do you think uh who, who else if we were to look at like raw and smackdown right now let's see um if I, were to, if I were to pick a woman right now, I would say Sasha. Oh, yeah. Um, I think she's going to get left off the card. Um, they got, like, main event of the pre-show written all over them. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. For the men, that's hard to say. Um, if it's not Strowman, uh... I think someone on SmackDown is getting screwed over. <laughs> I mean, I could say Kevin Owens because I don't know what the hell Kevin Owens is doing. At least, at least right now, maybe you know, um, it'll. I mean, I'm sure it will reveal itself after the pay per view or even by the pay per view. But um, if he's going to be in a tag team with Sami Zayn or whatever, and like do the whole new, do be in a match with New Day and um, and the Usos and maybe even the, the uh, I almost call them the Patch Brothers. I like, guess the Mighty Ducks, but uh, the Bludgeon <laughs> Brothers, then. Then I would say Kevin Owens is getting the, the Ross deal out of everybody else because that dude is, uh, you know, one of the, you know, three, four uh, biggest stars, individual stars in the company on the full time roster. It's a huge building. Uh, uh, you yeah. Got, um, you, you got a guy you made WWE champion that looked like he ain't gonna sniff the card. Uh, <laughs> look, I, now I'm not advocating for like Jinder Mahal or anything. It just looks stupid on its face, doesn't it? Oh yeah, but I mean. We all we we talked about this even when it happened, even before he lost the title. It's like watch him lose the title before WrestleMania, and then like WrestleMania season comes around after this dude was champion for like six seven months, they're gonna pretend like he's a Jesus. He's gonna go right back to being a geek, and that's gonna be the biggest. That's gonna be one of the more infuriating things about it is like you invested all this time into somebody, and then basically you you knew when it was time for um, the the time of the year when people were actually give a fuck about your product for you basically to hide him uh, and pretend that like he was actually he was a jobber all along it's like what kind of Jedi mind trick is this like we told you he was a jobber when you did this whole thing and then um, going into the summer and you watch your, your ratings crash you watch like a tennis crash on this dude's watch like you knew it was a bad idea when you did it why did you do this I'll never. I think there needs to be a thirty for thirty written about that shit. Like <laughs> from like the the day of WrestleMania till like the day he loses the belt. Like I think there needs to be like a thirty for thirty documentary on that shit. Like who who decided this? What, you know, I want gender interviewed. I want Vince interviewed. I want Road Dog interviewed. I want the wrestlers interviewed. I want fans interviewed. 
everybody because this is just going to be one of the more fascinating stories that we'll probably ever hear about in wrestling because it's like you don't take a dude from obscurity put the fucking world belt on him and then he's gone before the next wrestlemania season comes around like nothing ever happened so um if it was me uh, looking up and down, uh, I mean, Randy Orton looks like he's aged in five years. I think I mentioned that last week. But it would be odd if he uh, didn't have a match on WrestleMania or he was in a battle royal. Uh, I think you got to look at Rusev. You don't get that over. Um, for for to be left out, the, whole biz- the point of the business is to get over and to make money. And I think Rusev is doing both uh, with his merch and also, you know, the goodwill he's creating among fans. Um uh, Dion Murphy said uh, gender was the definition of a transitional champion. I would agree, Dion, but he held the belt so long. It was like, I don't know who, who he was transitioning it to because AJ Styles was already a star. Like, <laughs> like AJ Styles, they put the belt on him to save him. Uh, and they've given, strangely, they haven't protected AJ Styles as well as they've protected Jinder Mahal. Yeah. As, as champion. Yeah, that's true. Which is, like, really strange to me. Um Sami Zayn has been incredible throughout the year. Uh, I think he deserves a spot also on the show, but you never know how these things are going to work out. Uh, you know, you got to have Triple H wrestling. You got to have uh, Undertaker show up. You got to have, luckily, a, you know, they're in one match like Cena and Undertaker, but I mean, I'm not sweating to see that match. I don't know about any of y'all, but um, if I was to look at Shane, Monday, Shane, he might mess around and end up in a match. You never know. I, I still feel like that. Oh, Shane's gonna have a match. Like I don't know how they get through an, another WrestleMania season and Shane not have a match. So it just comes down to: Do they want to have him fight Sami Zayn this time? Do they want to have him fight Kevin Owens again? I mean, after you do a Hell in a Cell with somebody, I don't think you really need to fight him again. But unless it's a special situation like the Usos in the New Day, when you're uh, un- uncorking uh, legendary shit by the moment. Um, and and you've been away from each other for like two or three months. Yeah. Um, like Shane, Shane and Kevin Owens have been fucking with each other since what? Since SummerSlam? No, like actually since like July. Yep. Yeah. So nonstop. It's like, what y'all really doing with it? Why y'all playing with me? Um, if I was looking at the Monday Night Raw side, I think you got to look at. If it ends up in a three-way with Balor, Miz, and Rollins, it's unfortunate for Rollins, I feel like. I think, you know, it's not... I don't think it's a legacy-enhancing match unless he wins it. Um, Whereas, like, yeah, I won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. That's just a nice little footnote to throw in there. Oh, what'd you do this year? Uh, Among, you know, one year I I closed in with a cash-in. One year I beat Triple H. One year, I won an Intercontinental title. Like it's kind of like a footnote rather than a milestone, uh, if you will. And it sounds and it sounds like a decline from over three years or over four years of WrestleMania, where it goes from from winning the title, like having a, having a, one of the better one of one of the best mid card matches in a WrestleMania ever, uh, and then also capping it off with you know the greatest cash of all time, then. Then it goes next year. You're injured and out, and then the year, the next year after that, you fight Triple H in a match where you like when a few where you're made to be just like the the biggest like weakling ever, and then next year like you're in a three way with the Miz, like Ooh. I see, I see, like it looks it looks like on the chart like it's going down as it progresses. 
It's going down and like what? The weird thing is he's more old than he's ever been right now. It's going down like Young Jago on the Titanic. In the words of uh, <laughs> Donald Pasco, what up, Donald? Um, but yeah, man, this is like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, there's going to be a lot of dudes getting fucked, but let's uh, go to these questions. Um, Dion says, Shane uh, Shane versus Owens, it should be loser leave SmackDown with Owens representing Daniel Bryan. They'll mess around and <laughs> look. Shane ain't going nowhere, so they'll mess around and beat um, Kevin Owens. <laughs> the way the way that this year has gone with SmackDown, it should be winner gets to leave SmackDown. Oh my god! Did you see? Like, winter, you saw? Yeah, the, I mean, I mean it's, pretty, it's funny that like uh, it's funny that the U.S. Championship match between Owens and Jericho last year on WrestleMania is pretty much was a basically like a winner leaves town match, but like. It turned. It sort of was that without the stipulation. Like they may as well just go ahead and say like SmackDown's been so bad. Like the winner gets to leave SmackDown. Damn, damn. Um, so yeah, uh, Dion says with the recent success of the New Day and the Usos in one of the longest feuds in WWE history, what other superstars on the roster do you think can sustain such an engaging feud, including Sasha and Bailey's simmering feud? Hmm. So New Day and Usos, they would, had their own thing. Go ahead, James. I'm scanning through the list right now. Um, um I mean... You gotta ask my... Oh, H, oh, Cena and Miz. Cena and Miz could do it. Cena and Miz? Cena and Miz could have a, could have a, like, an eight-month-long feud and uh, make it work and make it compelling. They could. Um... I'm just trying to find guys I know can get all. Can, I'm just trying to put talk. Check all the boxes, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I think you gotta. You can look at uh, whenever they want to pick up Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose again. I think that and oh yeah, and with Dean yeah. Ambrose as a heel, oh yeah, that one is going to be one yeah. for the for the ages. They're already like you know a match made in heaven in the ring together. They both can talk, and then they've got the whole thing with the Shield, and those are the guys that. Everyone really likes out of the shield. <laughs> um, I think also AJ, uh, AJ Finn over the over the Bullet Club stuff. Yeah, I they, think they could. I think they could have a long running feud if they go you like know, where they just you know well, whose side is who on and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they they can do that, and also like they can essentially allude to it without alluding to it. Like like you started it, I took it. You know, like like you made it a hot line, I made it a hot song. Essentially, like with uh, yeah. AJ and Balor. Um, I think uh, you got to look at AJ, Samoa Joe. He's got to be able to fight somebody that that it might be really good with. With I'd love to see an AJ Styles and Samoa Joe feud in WWE. Um, yep. Remember the last year how we were like bring up Joe and ha- like given that what happened to AJ after uh, Royal Rumble, we were like bring up Joe and have him go against Joe. We do not want to shake shit at all. Please don't. Yes. It's um, um, it's crazy. I think there's another one. I think there's another one. Roman and AJ. Yeah, they they got they can run it back, and I think Roman that, and AJ with the Bullet Club and, and the Usos, they can they can absolutely have a, a, a absolute like war for for months on end. Absolutely, they sure they showed they could do it when they had their feud in 2016. Yeah. And I think I think that might be the that might be my favorite that might be my favorite Roman feud. It definitely ain't the Bray Wyatt feud. It definitely isn't the Brock Lesnar one. It's definitely not the Triple H one. 
Um, it could be it, yeah. Um, so next uh, question from Dion. He says, uh, uh, when famous athletes join WWE, do you think it hurts the athlete's credibility as they are now a sports entertainer? For me, I think it depends where the athlete is in their career. Like, if they're <laughs> if they don't really offer much in the, you know, like, for example, like, um, I don't know, LT, for example. Was he still playing football at that time, James, or was he, like, retired at that point? And this is WrestleMania 11, right? So it's 95? Yeah. Uh, he, was, uh, he was at the end. Okay. If, you, if you're at the end, like, say, I don't know, say Ray Lewis, like, signed up to, to be like to come in and, and do something with wwe right i don't think that would like i might stop i might stop watching like i don't think that adds anything not for wwe not for ray lewis uh but it depends like someone like rousey for example it's like it's kind of a natural fit so it kind of depends who you are and what stage of your career um you're in uh whether it will hurt your credibility if you still have a lot to accomplish uh i would probably stay away like say lebron showed up in WWE right now, everybody be looking at LeBron like, "What are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, why are you wasting your time with this foolishness?" Yeah. Um, now, now, like five years from now, like, say LeBron's retired, Can, couldn't LeBron James come in and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do a WrestleMania." Sure. Um, will it have the same impact? Probably not, but it would probably do less as far as hurting his credibility. Well, and also this other thing where, like, you know, um, can't really be doing, like, WrestleMania during the NBA season, you know? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of a schedule conflict. But, uh, yeah, I just looked at it. Lawrence Taylor retired in 93, so, yeah, he was retired. I forgot. I knew he was retired around the, the mid-90s, so okay. I was kind of fuzzy on that. Yeah, uh, if you guys are uh, listening to the show, do me a favor, share it on your timeline. We're trying to get more uh, listeners. We're doing like a little pilot episode uh, from the Social Suplex page, sharing it in the group and out the group and trying to grow it a little bit. So um, if you guys can help us with that, we would appreciate it. Uh, Dion says, do you think part-timers are in it to help the business or get the quick paycheck? You want me to go or you want to go? Sure, you can go, James. I went first on the last one. Okay, so I think obviously, you know, this question is, is not really is it one or the other, is, is which one is more important to the people? And um, I mean, I think it depends on the person. If it's Brock Lesnar, it's definitely about a check, right? Yeah. It's about putting a check next to a check next to a check. <laughs> um, or check with a check with a check. Yes. Uh, if, um, if this was someone like John Cena, I can see John Cena, you know, because he's he's there more, being more committed to the actual pro- product um, on an everyday basis. Uh, Rome, or at this point, um, with Undertaker, this all back, all this is back pay. <laughs> all this is back pay. This like uh, this is pretty much like he's one one million dollar once a year program thing. This ain't nothing but like the last the last few years of Kobe's deals. Where it's like it's back pay. This for all I done accomplished. Yeah. It, it ain't about future. It ain't about what I'm getting paid, about what I'm doing right now. It's about what I've done for for the, for the organization. Yes. Uh, so. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean Jericho. I mean Jericho. Jericho at this point, I think he's, I believe he's company man, but um. 
I believe he, he's all about making himself the biggest star he can possibly be for he's all, he's just working on the legacy right now right. Jericho I, I think I think the money like um, you're not going to get Jericho for cheap but he's also coming in right. to to enhance like his legacy and and the thing about that is and, it, and that's okay right? right like it's okay for these dudes to want to come back and you know, get themselves over whatever else if the TV is good because if it's good TV, that means it also helps WWE. That so that's the main focus. Like it's them, you know, certain guys want to come in or whatever else and only caring about and want to be basically mercenaries. I'm okay with that if the whole thing ultimately leads to good TV. Like I don't think we should really be hung up on people's motivations as long as it uh, as long as the end result is good TV. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, Simon says Batista and Chris Jericho to help the business. Everyone else finessing for the check. Um, Jared says, look at the Women's Royal Rumble. A lot of returning stars that did it just for the business. Um, I, I would be careful with, with thinking that, like, as far as, like, um, doing it just for the business because none of them showed up for free. Um, <laughs> and if they did, I questioned them. <laughs> because I'm, look, I'm all about um, people taking as much money as they can from Vince McMahon. Wow. That's just, that's just the way it is. You know, I've given him far too much of mine. And I have, you know, I, I need him to, to pay some of that out. Um, and, of course, this thing. You know what's funny? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, about like, it's kind of messy. You just want Vince to, to come off of his money. But, it's like, that man out here, you know, taking $100 million out just so he can buy a second, uh, a number two uh, major base, a major football um league so he may as well spend he may as well shove it uh to other people as opposed to just flush it out until like he's about to so yeah yeah whatever so, i'll make better use of it give it to your actual employees you already have to actually help you get that money as opposed to people are about to lose it for you yes yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. okay yeah vince nah bro get vince McMahon's money uh, any way you can uh wrestlers so <laughs> um Next, uh, he says, uh, Dion said, one last question. After The Undertaker finally retires, who will take the helm as the official wrestles only at WrestleMania person? See, um, I don't know if there's going to be I, one of those. You sure? I got to, I, I mean, Unless once, once Undertaker, sorry, once Lesnar broke the streak, I always thought that the whole plan was for it to be to where, um, this didn't happen, but I always thought the whole plan was okay. From this moment forward, Brock Lesnar's a new Undertaker. He wrestles once a year, or wrestles only a couple times a year. He's gonna be the guy that basically is like the new standard for, you know, being this, you know, uh, main attraction, um, larger life type of thing. But I mean, he still sort of is, but like Undertaker decided to still keep coming back. Yes. So, yes. so like it never was able to actually take hold. Maybe, um, maybe once Undertaker is gone, that can actually come to come into uh, come into picture. Yeah, um, maybe it's Triple H. Um, it depends if they want to keep if he wants to keep doing it. I think he does because you know why not put a check with a check. Um, and look at him. Yeah, and, yeah, he's and, and he's younger. Jack. He's getting younger. Like bro, he's not moving the same as he was, but he's looking better than ever. Like, if you look at Triple H in 1997 and you look at him now, like, it makes no fucking sense. Except it makes all the sense. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, you never know. Triple H might be on that list that's about to come out 
and not Chris Jericho's. I th- I think Triple H is too smart to get caught up on a list like that. I think that man, you know, he's look. If he if he is getting something, I don't think he's paying for it um, with a check, and I don't think he's paying for it himself, and is also being delivered straight to his house. Like yeah. he's not gonna be caught up on that Peyton Manning where he oh where he has come out and says yeah you know it's, it's you know it's for Stephanie all this stuff for Stephanie nah I don't think so yeah uh, I think I think Triple H knows the rules of the game you know hence the nickname <laughs> uh, Simon says who will replace Rey Mysterio for New Japan Strong Style Evolved so James I don't know if you've heard but Rey Mysterio apparently tore his biceps recently in an indie match no! yep so. All options are on the table right now. Um, he could get surgery. He could tape it up and soldier through. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Uh, I saw a couple people online saying there is a Rey Mysterio WrestleMania time curse. Uh, he always gets hurt before WrestleMania. Uh, and this kind of, you know, plays into that. But I hope that that he um, uh, is able to compete at Strong Style Evolve. He takes the time off that he needs and then gets it fixed. Because um, if you don't get that that injury fixed, it'll atrophy, and then you can't fix it. Like Tanahashi's uh, in that situation right now. James, you look depressed. I'm bummed out, man. Like, well, at least it wasn't his legs. Um, True. Damn. Um, I was really looking forward to seeing like Ray versus Liger. I, I don't right. know who will replace him. Um, I don't know who else is out on the uh, you know the scene they can grab. Maybe they can make an emergency call to Jericho and say, "Hey, can you do the show and we can move that Naito matchup now to replace it?" But I, I think Liger kind of deserves like an opponent. To, so I don't know. Um, like as far as like who they can replace him with, uh, just depends who wants to go get the check, and that seems to be the uh, theme of the show uh, <laughs> today. Yeah. Dude, shows by the check. Yep. Um, Simon also says, will the induction of Kid Rock seal the deal on this Hall of Fame class being whack? Yes, it will. Uh, I don't plan on watching the ceremony. Uh, they're putting uh, Kid Rock, who I don't really rock with, uh, in there. It's bad enough we have to hear his theme song all the way to um, WrestleMania. Uh, when it was, uh, it you know, the deal with... Um, like last year, for example, like the Pitbull Joe, I was like, oh, this is tight. I like this song. The whole, you know, build the give me the green light. Like, I can rock with that. But this kid rock shit, no. I mean, uh, I like the one, I like the, I mean, given the kid rock stuff we've gotten for WrestleMania, like this is the worst one. Like the one he did, the Let's Celebrate joint for WrestleMania 30 was so much better than this one. Um, but in the South's point, last year, I would not have watched if I had not known that Jim, that Jim Cornette was going to be inducting the Rock and Roll Express. Right. So this year we have Goldberg, uh, the Dudleys. Who else? The Dudleys. Who else? Ivory. Ivory. Um, help us in the comment section. I, I don't know who else is all going in. Uh, who's the? Uh, fuck. Completely blanking out. Let's see. Um. They put the Godfather in already. Um, trying to think, who else are they putting in this thing? They don't deserve to be in here. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so but, they've got Ivory going in. They've got the Dudleys. They've got Goldberg. They've got let's see. 
damn, I just had it, but I lost it. Uh, 2018 Hall of Fame. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. How can we forget? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, that easy, yeah, apparently. Man, like, who, who could possibly give a shit? It's yeah. a, like, seriously, besides Goldberg, who could possibly give a shit about this, about this Hall of Fame this year? I don't know. Some people are really into Ivory. I'm not, but... Um... I liked Ivory because Ivory was a good promo, a good heel promo, but I mean, and also like given the popularity of Glow on Netflix, the fact that she actually was a Glow alumni, it also played that also looms large. Yeah. But but that's really yeah, it. Like, like I ain't signed I up to watch up. no Jeff Jarrett. Like Jeff Jarrett is not drawing yeah, a dime in his career. He's not about to start now. Um, let's see. And uh, Jarius is getting the Warrior Award. So, um, yeah, this is a real kind of thin class. You know, I'm shocked they didn't want to put Daniel Bryan in this year. Um, Uh, You know, uh, going back to New Orleans, you you know. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, it's a shock. They didn't want to do that. But, you know, apparently they know Daniel Bryan is about to start competing again rather soon. And, you know current WWE Hall of Famer that you walk away and, and, you know, let walk away and he's probably going to go tear it up. That probably doesn't look the best, does it? And also, another thing is, you know how they think, you know, we give him a platform, then all of a sudden he'll be hotter to leave us. It's yeah. like, do y'all want to do the right thing or not? Like, if you can't roast me, you retire his ass, put him in the Hall of Fame, have his thing, and whatever else. Like, you brought back Flair with Flair was in freaking TNA. Like, you have, there's a precedent for this. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, last last thing, <laughs> Simon says. So when is he getting his induction to the WWE Hall of Fame? Since this shit is so easy now. I know Coco Beware is in there, but come on. So Simon Cotton for for the WWE Hall of Fame, yes or no? I mean, sure. Why not? They letting everybody in. Why not? Why can't he get in? Yeah. Um, it looks like the live feed actually just dropped, but we were going to wrap this up anyway. So, um, <laughs> this is Rich. Uh, make sure you guys check out the rest of the shows on the network. Um, Keeping It Strong Style, as well as the SMC podcast and the Ricky and Clive show. You can follow me on Anchor, where I've been dropping some, uh, you know, shorter episodes as well. Um, LordsofPain.net, I'm writing a bunch of columns. Um, the one I wrote about the Usos is doing very well on there right now. Managed to escape most of the trolls. There's there's one that showed up. So, um, anything to add before we get up out of here, James? No. Um, just interested to see what they do um, this week in wrestling. So, um, I, I I um I think that now after what happened um, on Monday and on um, Tuesday, I think we're now starting to get into actual like. We're going to start getting real stuff to actually get to WrestleMania season. Like we're sort of start getting an angle shot and more and more stuff added to it. So, like, this is actually like a time of year to check in for everybody that's um that really wants the actual, you know, the real, the real, um, the real stuff. So, um, I'm excited. Yeah, man. Um, well, that's gonna wrap up the show. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you think about the new theme song and all that. Uh, we had a lot of listens last week. Thank you guys uh, for listening and sharing uh, with your folks. Uh, and make sure you guys keep rocking with us. Uh, we up out of here, man. Later. Peace. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. We'll see you next time.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.